You're listening to Rama for Today. We also used this scripture yesterday, and then we'll go to some more now. Philippians 4.19 said, But my God shall supply all your need, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, now hold fast to that. I mean, in the face of circumstances, it seems like it isn't true. Now, I wouldn't tell you to do something I haven't done because I've been there, amen, uh, more than once. But I just held steady and held fast to my confession. I mean, when I didn't have, didn't have but a dime in my pocket, and then when I didn't even have a dime in my pocket. You know, and bills were mounting up, yet I held fast to my confession, praise God, that my God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This week, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on confession. Stay tuned for this powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Matthew chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Then went out unto him, that is, unto John the Baptist, Jerusalem, and all Judea, and all the region round about the Jordan, and they were baptized of him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now this is a picture of God's covenant people, the Jews, you see, confessing their sins and being baptized by John. And this is not Christian baptism. Jesus had not died, had not risen. They were Jews under the law. So this is talking about the confession of these folks, and it has no particular reference to us. That's the first kind of confession that's spoken of in the New Testament. And then the second is Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th and 10th verse. That's the confession that the sinner makes today, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. That's the confession that the sinner makes today. That's the second kind of confession spoken of in the New Testament. And then there's a third kind of confession. First John chapter 1 verse 9. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that is the believer when he's sinned, when he's out of fellowship. That's uh, him confessing his sin. And then that's the third kind of confession spoken of in the New Testament. Then there's a fourth kind of confession spoken of in the New Testament. As far as I'm able to ascertain, these are the only four kinds. That's found in Hebrews. Well, there's other scriptures, but here's the main one. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 said, Seeing then that we have such a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Hallelujah. Now you see, one thing, as we said to you, that all these scriptures have in common is that they have the word confess or confession in them. This one said, let us hold fast, writing to Christians. What is the confession that we're to hold fast to? Well, it's the confession of our faith, praise God, in the word of God, and of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in God the Father. Let us hold fast our confession. Now that's one of the most uh, important, one of the most significant, one of the most valuable teachings of the Word of God. 
confess that he is your redemption. The word of God says he is. Confess that you are redeemed. Confess that Satan has no dominion over you. No matter what the circumstances are, you maintain your confession. Praise God. We left off yesterday with this thought that uh, the scripture said, 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes ye were healed. Well, hold fast to that confession that you're healed. I know people, I've ministered to people by the laying on of hands and uh, they, they were uh, helpless. One fellow never walked a step in his life, 40 some odd years old. Well, I knew the healing power of God went into him. He didn't seem to be any better. But uh, the third night, you know, they carried him in and out of the service for a couple of days. But the third night, he came back walking. I mean, it was perfectly all right. And his testimony was that I just held fast to my confession. The healing power of God's working in me now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I remember uh, down in Oklahoma several years ago, we, uh, there was a lady, a Baptist lady. Now she was filled with the Holy Ghost before the meeting was over. I saw her some years later and she and her husband was, he was in with her now. Praise the Lord. But uh, she had a growth on her face. Now I don't mean a, 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 a mole or a ward or something like that. Actually, it looked like a miniature eggplant. It was purplish, bluish looking, and shaped sort of like an eggplant, see. And so she had been to specialists. In fact, doctors in her area had sent her away to cancer specialists. And, and uh, they'd run some tests on it and they wouldn't touch it. They said, if we cut on that, it'll spread that all immediately all over your system. And you'll just be dead in a matter of a few days. So they wouldn't, they wouldn't touch it. Well, I just simply said to her, now, now you see, she was new to, to healing. She was Baptist, and you know, and, and, and they just didn't teach that in her church. And uh, so I just simply said to her, you, you know, not that I was inspired to the Spirit of God. Now, sometimes the Spirit of God will inspire you to do some things, you see. But I just simply said to her, in faith, because I knew if I could get her faith to work in, then I could, I could help her. I said, uh, because I had laid hands on her and cursed the thing, commanded to wither and die and drop and despair. I said, will you do what I tell you to do? Well, she said, I will if it's easy. You know, everybody's looking for something easy. <laughs> well, I said, this is the easiest thing you ever did in your life. I said, from this moment on, in fact, look, look and see what time it is. Well, she looked and it was about 9.40 or 20 minutes till 10 o'clock, you see. And uh, I said, all right, what day is it? Well, it's Monday. I said, from this time forward, for the next 10 days, ever you go to bed, and the last thing you do before you go to sleep, you say, thank God for the healing of the growth on my face. It was healed tonight now at 940. Tomorrow night, you say it was healed last night. And as you go on down, see, say it was healed last Monday night at 9.40. See, that's when you accept it. As far as God was concerned, it was healed nearly 2,000 years ago when himself took your infirmities, you see. But that's when you accepted it, you see. When you wake up in the morning, I said the first thing you do before you ever get out of the bed, don't even look at it, just say, or even feel, just say, thank God 
Praise God, that malignant growth was healed last night at 9.40 or 20 minutes to 10, either way you want to say it. Hallelujah. Then during the daytime, I said, see to it that you do think of it. And every time you think of it, say, thank God. Well, I remember I was sitting in the living room in the parsonage of this full gospel church, visiting. Pastor and I were talking about the, the Bible, discussing spiritual things. Uh, the tenth day in the afternoon, see, because we had two services a day, and uh, the telephone rang. Well, I'm sitting nearby, you know, and you're sitting nearby while you can you can hear, you know, and 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 somebody was just, uh, you know, I could tell it's a woman's voice, but you couldn't make heads or tails of what she's saying, just like she's in hysterics, you know. Finally, the pastor said, "Well, quiet down, sister. I, I I can't understand what you're saying. What what's what is it? What is it?" And finally, he got her quieting down. And he said, uh, and then he held his hand over the mouthpiece, you know, and said, it's that Baptist lady. <laughs> so he went on rejoicing with her and said, well, fine, fine, all right, good. And then when he hung up, he said, uh, see, this is the 10th day. Said she was mopping the bathroom floor a while ago and the thing fell off on the floor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. And uh, said she examined her face and she said where it has been is just, 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 you know, just looked like nothing ever been there. And said, she said, I put the growth in a bottle of alcohol and I'm going to bring it to church tonight. <laughs> Praise God. Well, now, now what if she hadn't fell, here's the point of mine to get over here. What if she hadn't held fast to her confession? You see what I'm talking about? Amen. Praise God. Well, how important that is in this area of healing, particularly, that we hold fast to our confession. Now, we also used this scripture yesterday, and then we'll go to some more now. Philippians 4.19 said, But my God shall supply all your need, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, now hold fast to that. I mean, in the face of circumstances, it seems like it isn't true. Now, I wouldn't tell you to do something I haven't done because I've been there, amen, uh, more than once. But I just held steady and held fast to my confession. I mean, when I didn't have, didn't have but a dime in my pocket, and then when I didn't even have a dime in my pocket. You know, and bills were mounting up, yet I held fast to my confession. Praise God that my God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, the thing that I need to watch is this. That I don't, you know, one time say, yes, that's true. Praise God. God meets all my needs. And then turn around and make some other kind of a statement. Some other kind of confession. Yeah, God supplies all my needs. But it looks like we're going to have to, well, we're going to just lose our house. We can't, we can't make the payments. We're going to lose the automobile. We can't make the payments. Because, you see, if I do that, then I nullify what I've just got, what I'd already formally said. You see, that's really said, hold fast. You see, hold fast to our confession. Stay with that. And if you'll do it, it'll work for you. Now. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Hey, this time we have 
what I call the confession series. Yes. And it's my book, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit. Mm -hmm. And then Dad's four CDs on confession. That's right. And actually, that's what I've been talking about is confessing God's Word. When you see yourself the way God sees you, then you confess the Word of God. Absolutely. You know, that way. So, uh, we and n normally, that would be $42.95. But you're saving $18, and it's only $24.95, and that's 42% off. That's right. And I want you to have this because... I, I know the book, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit, will that's help right. you. Because Absolutely. That's, that's my, uh, that's my, that's my, I, I, I told my sister that I, I had that book and she said, well, Ken, that's, you've lived with that all your life. And that has, that's always been my motto. <clears throat> I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. I did it in the natural and it's true in the spiritual. You know, honey, I can't tell you how many times we quote this script, this script uh, the, well, this, this saying. This saying, this yes. Saying. You know, when circumstances come our way, situations come our way, we just boldly declare, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Right. And I'll tell you what, this will help you uh, to make those confessions as well. This is a great series. There's four CDs in here. This is really, really a great series. You are going to want to get this. So go right now to your um, computer. That's right. That's <laughs> and, right. And, and order this. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema. Org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.